Racism is a human problem and a crime that is absolutely so ghastly that a person who is fighting racism is well within his rights to fight against it by any means necessary until it is eliminated. Malcolm X. Love, peace, and blessings, my beautiful people. I hope that you enjoyed part one. Um, I hope that you got something from it, learned from it. Um, So before we dig into how to practice self-care, I just want to do a breathing exercise right now. Um, Because I woke up this morning um, upset. Um, just, I think I got to take a break from social media, you know, thank God for later because my posts are already scheduled to release, but some of the comments and some of the, the posts just are disturbing. And I'm actually going to get into that a little later, but so if you're feeling a little angst, a little jittery, a little on edge. Let's just take a deep breath in. Hold it. And as you exhale, try to relax your whole body and exhale now. Okay. That helped a little bit. Uh, If you need to do it a couple more times, feel free. Um, All right, so let's dig into this episode. So the first tip that I have is um, lean on your tribe. So your tribe is people in your life, and they don't always have to know each other, but it's people in your life that you trust, who you feel safe with, um, who you can talk to, who will support you. Um, that's your tribe and tribes can include friends, family, um, your therapist, um, if your organization, if you're close to anyone in any organizations you may belong to, it's just whoever you can trust and feel safe expressing yourself to, um, talk to them, but in turn, be open to listen to them as well, because we're all feeling the tension. We're all experiencing um, a lot of emotions right now. A lot of this is very triggering for people. Um, I read a friend of mine's post and, you know, a lot of this is bringing her back to trauma that she has experienced in her past. She woke up to a loud boom, which I'm starting to hear uh, in my area. I don't know what they are. It always happens at night. Um, but apparently that loud boom triggered her and right now we need to recognize that the feelings that we're feeling 
and and it, it's coming out in different ways. And right now, it's very important that we lean on each other for strength. But we also need some humor. Um, we need to lighten the mood, ease the tension, because walking around on edge and having these heavy, deep feelings, these emotions, isn't good for your mental health. So try to find humor amongst yourself, your friends, your family, and your tribe. The second tip is find some time where you can be alone. And sometimes we just need to shut the world out and process our thoughts and feelings. I can't tell you how to use that time, but whatever helps quiet your mind and brings you peace. And that can include doing, you know, what relaxes you as well. So if reading, writing, you know, binge watching something, if you have the time, you know, listening to a podcast, yay, uh, listening to music and audiobook, um, whatever works for you. Something that my husband does is um, he goes onto the back porch um, and he just watches Netflix or he watches um, YouTube clips or listens to music. And that's that's how he shuts um, the world out and processes his thoughts and emotion, emotions. Um, relaxation techniques. So what we did one early starting the episode. Um, and I'll get into that in just a second. So I have one, two, three, four, six relaxate relaxation techniques. So the first is the five, four, three, two, one method. Um, that's five things you can see, four things you can feel, three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell, one thing you can taste. The progressive muscle relaxation, that's like basically um, tightening parts of your body. You can start from head to toe, from toe to head, however you want to start. And basically you make your muscles tense and then you relax and you just scan down the body. Doesn't matter where you start. Um, and that's a good way to help relax you. Um, yoga is pretty good if you can do it. Um, that kind of centers you and it also is good for your body. Um, exercising is a great way to help you get your emotions out. Um, and yoga, I know for me when I did it and was active doing it, um, it helped me if I was facing like any tension or anything, it helped me relax. Meditation. So a lot of people think that when you meditate that you have to wake up at 5.30 in the morning with your yoga pants and your fitted tank top and you burn incense and you are oming and that you are doing this for an hour and you wake up and your your world has completely changed. That's not true for everybody. Um, meditation, you can take five minutes. And I, I know it's hard for some people to, you know, it's 
especially right now, there's no way that you can absolutely clear your mind because you can't. Um, Everything is all in our face. So it's hard for us to clear our mind. But what I usually tell people um, when it comes to meditation is think of a word, a phrase, or a picture that um, is positive and inspiring and uplifting to you and have that at the forefront of your mind. And when you feel yourself veering off, go back to that word, that phrase, or that picture. When you meditate, you should be in a uh, comfortable place. Um, Not too comfortable that you fall asleep, but that you're comfortable enough. Um, You can sit on the floor, you can lay on the couch, you can sit in a chair, whatever works for you. And if you're having a hard time uh, meditating, YouTube has really great tips. I'm sorry, really great videos. And some of them are like three minutes, five minutes. Those are the ones that I normally do. So yeah, YouTube is, is really, really good. And for yoga as well. Actually, all of these you could find on YouTube. A deep breathing exercise, which is what we did uh, at the beginning of this episode. And deep breathing, it kind of helps calm you in a moment where you are kind of in your feelings. Um, the same with the 54321 method. These two really are like if you're in a moment, you're in your feelings and you need to find a way to calm down. So just stop, close your eyes if you need to, take a deep breath and let it go. And there are those like gifts, I think they're called, but they're like um, breathe in for like eight seconds, hold it, breathe out. Those are really good. So if you, I don't know if the, you can, I think... I've seen some on Giphy, but I'm sure there are other places that you can get them from. Those are really good, too, if you need help. Um, And my niece recommended this grounding. That's when you go outside and take off your shoes and you are just barefoot in the grass. And some say that this helps um, you feel connected to the earth and can have calming effects on your mood. My fourth tip, go outside. Vitamin D does wonders. So you can go for a walk. You can sit outside. You could jog, of course, if your area allows it. Play a sport. Or even if you just put a chair outside of your garage or you sit in your driveway or your your step or your stoop and just read a book or just watch the world pass by. Um, Breathing in that fresh air and, and listening to the sounds of nature that's actually very relaxing. Um, and some people say camping is therapy. Um, if you're if you're a camper um, and if you have a yard or you have a space where you can camp within the ramifications of your area, go camping. I'm not really a camper. I've done it because I was a cub master for three years. But I have to say that when I did go camping, it was very relaxing. Just, and we had fun. 
Um, So try to get outside as much as you can. Number five is very important, especially now. Take a social media break or a news break. You know, step away from the phone, the computer, the TV. You know, after something painful like like this, what has happened to George Floyd and the rioting and the looting and the protesting and just the violence and the vitriol of some people. You know, everything is always on a nonstop loop and it only adds to your feelings of depression and anger and rage and anxiety. You know, all these negative emotions and seeing these negative things doesn't help. So sometimes you just need to shut everything off and focus on something positive. Um, Have family time, you know, do something with your kids or your partner or whoever. Just try to shut it off for a few and however long you choose, whether it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour a day. Um, I think that I will be doing this. Like I said, it's just so much. It's positive posts on there, but that I don't know how I can say this without sounding weird. They're positive posts, but it's coming from a place of like pain. So a lot of people are putting up, you know, I love my black son and I have a black son and I that's on my personal page. It's, it's just it's just hurtful. And even though people are like, you know, I support, you know, Black Lives Matter, it's still coming from a place of pain. And I hope I'm making sense, but it's just like, why do we have to post things like this? Like, we're posting things like this because of recent events and not just recent, like, this is generations of hurt and pain and and angst. It's not just... What happened last week was was something that happens rarely. This has been happening for centuries. So even though the post may be positive, the pain that it's coming from is still kind of a hurtful reminder. I hope that makes sense. But um, just step away. Don't watch the news. The only thing I watch news-wise is Rachel Maddow. Um, and if you're... if I suggest watching her because she brings a very objective opinion. However, she has been giving it to Trump lately. But Rachel Maddow, just she just brings facts. And then she uh, brings people on who can speak to those facts. And I, I just find that her program is very informational. And I love that about her. It's just facts. It's really not her opinion. She's just giving it to you how how it is. Um, disengage or block people on social media or maybe in your real life. So you can't argue with stupid. So why continue the conversation? If you need to block them and move on. Now, I have to say that this morning, um, two white women are buying uh, Black Lives Matters like the lawn signs and are selling them and the proceeds are going to an organization. Oh my God. The comments and 
the coded language. So what I did was I posted something. I would read it, but I I, want to make sure that I get to these tips. But I just posted basically like I posted the quote from um, Malcolm X. I'm sorry, not Malcolm X, Martin Luther King Jr., where he talked about um, violence is the language of the unheard. And I just said, great, they're mowing my lawn right in the middle of my recording. Sorry, y'all. So. And then I just, you know, said certain things like you can't generalize. Um, You know, the protesters aren't all looting. The protesters aren't all the ones that are rioting. The protesters aren't all the ones you can't generalize. And I just made a few statements um, about being black in America. And one person said, I disagree. And I didn't respond. And I'm not going to. But I'm not going to go back and forth with people who already have their minds made up and are, they already have this perception of black people anyway and I'm not going to change their mind and I'm not going to go back back and forth with you because this is your opinion right this is your opinion and this is what you've always believed my response isn't going to change your mind so I just don't respond um and I'm about to block someone, one of my followers. And it's a black woman who said that, you know, we should vote for Trump because, you know, the more I read, the more it seems like he knows what he's doing. I didn't even respond. I, I, I was a, I was shocked and then saddened. And I'm going to block her because I don't need that kind of bullshit on my timeline. All right, moving on, y'all. Um, find joy where you can. So make time and space for you to enjoy life um, with your friends, your family, you know, Zoom calls. I know my family, we do Zoom calls once, once a month and we just talk and laugh and it's it just feels good. Um journaling can help you with you know writing down joyful and grateful thoughts um so if you if you can find joy where you can and with who you can get involved in local community-based activism and advocate advocacy so self-care is more than meditating yoga and incense self-care is also taking your power back and one way you can do that is to advocate for your advocate for your community um so for example my son's elementary school had a diversity committee and i was on it for years didn't really accomplish what i had hoped it would but still there there were excuse me people of color on there that did speak and try to advocate um for their children in these meetings um so if whatever way you can you know go online and look up 
local advocacy programs or community activism programs dealing with whatever issue you would like it to be. That's that's a way that you can take some of your power back. You know, instead of feeling helpless like many of us do, you can feel empowered by supporting whatever cause that you would like to support in your community. Um, find a cultural... This is going to be... Okay. Find a culturally competent counselor. There we go. So what those are are basically counselors who are aware of their bias and kind of check that and acknowledge it and do something about it. But they also try... They also inform themselves of the culture of their patients and they try to make sure that they understand where their clients are coming from, from a cultural um, perspective and try to intervene skillfully to help bring positive change through your counseling. Um, I'm sure there is a website out there that has that information. If I find it, I will include it in the episode notes. And the last one is don't shun taking medication. So right now, a lot of people are triggered. A lot of people are anxious. A lot of people are depressed. Your mood is affected. And if you are experiencing symptoms of anxiety and or depression, you may need something to help you get through this rough patch. Doesn't mean that you're on the medication forever. It just means that in order for you to heal, your mind needs to rest. And sometimes taking medication can do that. So it's like going to the hospital. You, if you if you broke your leg, your body wouldn't be able to heal or it would take longer to heal because your body is in pain and, and it can't do what the body needs to do to heal a broken leg. So what do you do? You take medication to help with the pain and the medication blocks the pain and it helps your body heal by blocking that pain. Same thing with your mind. Your mind needs to rest and it's okay. So we're coming to the end of this episode and I I want to take a minute to pour libations for the six black souls that lost their lives last month um, at the hands of police or racist vigilantes just a quick history lesson so libration you've you've seen libations been done before like especially like with bone thugs and harvey like west coast rappers like i pour one for my homie that's actually a form of libations so what that means is you're basically pouring a liquid and there are many different liquids i use water but it's a liquid poured into the ground or another type of specified container and it's honoring those that have passed on. And um, I use water and the container I use is a house plant because most of the times when I pour libations, it's in the house. So after you say the name, you say Ashe. And Ashe is basically, it's the equivalent to amen, like let it be so. So if you wish, you may join with me in saying ashe and I'm just setting up because my plant is on the other side of the table and I should have moved it closer to where I was 
So just give me a second. This is live podcasting, y'all. Okay. This is why you should be prepared. But I wanted to hop on while I still had time. All right. So let's just take a second to center ourselves, try to clear our minds if you just take a deep breath. Um, because we are about to partake in what is considered a holy ceremony. So I'm just going to pause for a few seconds just to kind of get my mind together and um, for you to recognize the weight of what is about to happen. So give me a second. Tony McDade, Ashe, George Floyd, Ashe, Yassine Mohammed, Ashe, Fanan Burhi, Ashe, Sean Reed, Ashe, Ahmed Aubrey, Ashe. I really have no quarrel particularly with policemen. I can see the trouble they're in. They're hopelessly ignorant and terribly frightened. They believe everything they see on television, as most people in this country do. They are endlessly respectable, which means to say that they are Saturday night sinners. The country has got the police force it deserves. And of course, if a policeman sees a black cat in what he considers a strange place, he's going to stop him. And you know, of course, the black cat is going to get angry and then somebody may die. But it's one of the results of the cultivation in this country of ignorance. Those cats in Harlem Street, those white cops, they are scared to death and they should be scared to death. But that's how black boys die because the police are scared and it's not the policeman's fault. It's the country's fault. James Baldwin. (laughs) 